Content warnings for this episode include dysphoria, misgendering, surgery, colonization, and how religion affects indigenous people and religion. Meaty folks, welcome to Genderful, a talk show interviewing gender diverse folks about their special interests. The name of our show celebrates that gender expansiveness is wonderful. Hi, I'm Gender Master, and my pronouns are they, them. Hi, I'm Atlas O Phoenix, and my pronouns are also they, them. The focus of our show is to interview trans, non-binary, agender, and gender-diverse people regarding their special interests, passion projects, and resources for the gender-diverse community. We want our audience to know that this show is hosted by two folks who also identify as non-binary, transmasculine, neurodivergent, and disabled with the passion for telling trans stories. If you're new to our show, welcome. We're delighted you're here. At the end of this interview, we have Clouder Query, where we like to ask you a question related to this week's topic. We'd like to invite you, our listeners, to answer the Clouder Query on our social media platforms. This show is made possible by volunteers, tips, and subscriptions. Shout out to those helping us coordinate guests, edit the podcast, moderate the live chat, and post on our socials. If you would like to support the show with your time, please join our Discord server and meet the community and get a regular digest of Solidarity resources. If you'd like to catch us live, join us on Mondays at twitch.tv forward slash gendermaster. Show notes will appear in the edited version of the show on Fridays on both YouTube and podcasting platforms. If you love the show, check out some of our earlier episodes. We invite you to remember that we are whole people with robust lives, friendships, challenges, and successes. We love and are loved, and we are delighted to share these stories with you. As always, we kindly remind our listeners that no person is a monolith of their identities. Your identities can change over time and are valid every step of the way. And if you think you're gender diverse, you are gender diverse. There are no social or medical prerequisites to be included in the community. Jennifer wishes to acknowledge the indigenous peoples and the unceded lands that the producers, hosts, and guests live and have dwelt upon. Today, we honor the Coast Salish, Ojibwe, and Dakota lands, and the Wapekute and Oshetechakowin lands. We honor the elders, the human, plant, and animal ancestors of these lands and celebrate the living descendants of these peoples. Uh, may all beings tend these lands for the goodness of the next seven generations and beyond. And Cam would like to make a statement. Yeah, and thank you for letting me make this statement, but I'd also like to give attention to indigenous movements and rights, such as the Native American Rights Fund, uh, Stopping Line 3, uh, Stopping Line 5, as well as the um, ICWA and protecting the Indian uh, Child Welfare Act, protecting Indigenous children and tribal sovereignty. And we'll Excellent. be including some links to um, offer material support to those efforts in the show notes. Great, that's beautiful. Thank you. Take it away, you. Hi. <laughs> Not you, Kim. Gender. Oh, <laughs> so <laughs> Whose line is it? <laughs> <laughs> What's who's on first? What's on second? I'm always on home base, um, baby. <laughs> you're always the the referee of my heart, Atlas. 
oh my god you make me ball okay whatever do you want me to do it or do you want to do I love it you so much all right, welcome to Jennifer episode 77. This week, our guest, Cam White, who uses he, him, and Zizem pronouns, is chatting with us about art, comics, and self-preservation. Cam uh, lives with Z's partner, three cats, and a whole clouder of squishmallows. Can we yeah. show off our various plushies as our fun, our fun beginning of today? That one looks angry. <laughs> Gengar. It's a Pokemon. This is the it. tiny one I have on my desk. The tiny Such squishmallow. Does it have a, is it a piggy? Is it a flying it's like, piggy? It's like a pig dragon. It's like I a dragon. I love it. I and love the pig dragon. This is my favorite one. Oh, oh my gosh. That's my favorite one. It looks, oh, yeah. it looks like a lamb with heart eyes. This is so cute. No, she's so cute. And I love her. A tail. tail. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you all are killing me with your squishmallows now. I have to develop a habit. Oh, this is great. <laughs> oh, it's it's dangerous. It's so dangerous. There'll be like so fights. <laughs> you get into fights? What? <laughs> oh, like they had to, I remember in um, Five and Below, there's signs that like limit to like five squishmallows, five squishmallows only. You only wow. have five. Yeah. No, oh my God. It was God. a huge deal. <laughs> it's, some people fight over them. Yeah. I, I'm looking at the Pokemon um, thingamabobs. I don't know so, what to call So Ray is visiting and made me trans Ooh. and non-binary pride Pokeballs. Like, handmade these as a present. Why does why does Ray have to rock so hard? Wow. Now, now Ray's I have also to, like... in the chat modding. It's so cute. <laughs> both, both the Pokeballs and Ray. Okay. Ray the rock star. That's awesome. Welcome <laughs> to Genderful Cam. Thanks for Hi. being here. Thanks for having me. Uh, we are we are honored to have you today you we have a couple of questions here and mm -hmm. the first question that we'd like to dive into is what might be the things you could trace back to your youth that indicated that you might be gender diverse one day there's a lot and i think uh, my dad didn't help with this by like specifically putting me in only like so boys uh sports teams Ooh. so I'm a trans mask and and use he him season pronouns. But yeah, he he was the coach of the elementary school like basketball team and um stuff like that. And um he put me on the teams purposely because he's like, Oh, I don't feel like, you know, having to do all this if I put you on like the girls' team and stuff like that. But I enjoyed it. I liked it. I felt I felt comfortable there. But I remember one year I was switched to the girls team in fourth grade. I was like, I don't like this. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't feel. I was like, I don't feel like I really. You know, like I I enjoy my teammates, but I I feel uncomfortable here. I felt more comfortable with the boys team, and often it's just like some things that you don't really look at till like you're older. For example, I used to like draw myself as like a boy and a girl when I was younger. And mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> and stuff like that. And me like, and of course, like when the internet age, growing up on the internet, kind of like in chat rooms being like, oh yeah, I'm a guy and stuff like that. And feeling more comfortable with um, that. So I didn't really understand until looking back and it was like oh these these are ways of me trying to tell myself like yeah you're you you're definitely gender diverse 
So mm. those are some examples I can think of. Wow, those are beautiful examples. Thanks for sharing. How has your relationship uh, to gender evolved over time? Um, so middle school, very much like wanting to use like he, him pronouns and stuff like that. But of course, uh, when my mom didn't understand or like found a chat room or like me chatting to my friends talking about like, yeah, uh, I want to learn more about like trans people and things like that. She saw it as more like, oh, this is probably like a phase or something along that lines. And also like growing up and in high school, I was super into like girly and feminine things like pink and, um, you know, jewelry, making jewelry. I was super into like J fashion and all that stuff. But growing up and starting to transition, I started to like hate my younger self a bit because I was just like, oh, why did you like do that? Like all the pictures on the house now are like you being super girly and super feminine. And like, you know, my old driver's license, like I used to hate it because I'm just like, oh, it's a different photo than I want. But I used to hate young me, like, why'd you have to be so, you know, girly and feminine? But I realized it's just like, well, that's also, younger me is also a part of me and helped me who I am today. Because just because I am transitioning and taking testosterone, that doesn't mean I need to stop, you know, liking jewelry. Because I like jewelry, I like making jewelry. I like makeup. I like fashion a lot. And that doesn't mean I have to stop doing it just because I'm transitioning. And it doesn't mean I have to be in someone else's box or what someone else deems as trans masculine and whatnot. Mm, what a beautiful journey. Thanks for sharing that. Is there anything else you want to add before we move on? Um, no, but honestly, I've seen a lot of people struggle. I've seen a lot of people struggle with that with the whole like thinking they need to adhere to like a box to be part of that uh, journey or to be like trans or non-binary. And I, I don't think you have to like adhere to like what anyone says. It's, it's your journey. Mm -hmm. It's how you present yourself. So if you're more comfortable presenting in a way, I think you should definitely present in that way. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've seen, I've seen that struggle. Some like, I can't tell you how many friends that I have mm. who um, didn't want to claim the title or tag non-binary yeah. um, because they were worried about what it might mean or they didn't mm. feel non-binary enough, whatever that is. Um, mm -hmm. And I also can't tell you how many people are non-binary and didn't realize that HRT was an option if you're non-binary instead of yeah. trans-identified. Because yeah. they're like, oh, absolutely. Like, HRT is for like binary trans people from point A to point B. And it's like, no, you can customize your meat suit and be anything yeah. in your head at the same time. Actually, yeah. it's great. <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. it's wonderful that you bring that up. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, it's like you, you can be anything you want to be, any way mm -hmm. you want to be and multiple things at the same time. It's dialectical that way. Um, let's switch topics. Let's talk about artwork and comics. And the first question I have for you, if you're comfortable, uh, can you say what your identities are? Um, so, oh, the list. <laughs> yes, please. Uh, so trans masculine, uh, and I go by he, him, and season pronouns. And I'm also a 
pansexual. Uh, should I? <laughs> yeah, I, I'm also. If you're comfortable. Uh, yeah, if you're I'm also uh, Afro-Indigenous, uh, Black and Native American. So um, also to be specific, Choctaw and Cherokee Native. And um, yeah, I, I think that's. I think that's mostly. <laughs> Okay, that's so cool. part of part of the reason we asked that is because mm. we're curious if you would like to share how you include your multiple identities and queer identities um, into your work. If you want to talk about that a little bit, um, I think I like to include them into my work by showing them um, how I would want them to be seen when I was a kid. Because growing up, I didn't really see, especially many um, black and um, indigenous people in uh, media, so I want that to be shown. And for queer identities, uh, I wish I grew up with so many like queer characters to like help me uh, figure things out and help me like know that things are okay. So I just want to like do that for people and you know help them be like, oh here's a character, even if it's small, like, here's a character, like, I relate to, and, like, I feel comfortable with, and, like, it's okay to, that I'm feeling this, and it's okay to be, um, this identity, so I just want to help people, you know, see themselves, and let them know that they're seen, because also, you know, growing up, I, along with, you know, having no representation, the representation that you kind of get is very negative, and stuff mm -hmm. yeah and like stereotypical so wanting to see and open up the conversation that like we're more than that we're not that so mm -hmm. just making characters that people can feel happy about seeing well that's great that's great yeah we're not a monolith and mm -hmm. exactly trauma so yeah it's a, there's a lot of joy there's a lot of joy. Um, what influences your illustration work? Can you talk a little bit more about that? Like you touched on it, but can we talk mm. a little bit more? Um, I want to say, so here we go. I So I'll start with the light things. Uh, fashion really influences my work. So I'm not going to hide back from the fact that I like fashion, like I said before, because I used to stray away from it with the categories but fashion really i have like five million bajillion uh pinterest boards that help me out with that and i love magazine covers and whatnot and i think fashion people don't really think of it i can really tell you about someone or how someone like presents themselves or like their um you know their personality and whatnot and i also I think people are a big influence and inspiration to me and seeing all different types of people and how, I'm sorry if I blink. <laughs> no, but, yeah. this is interesting. Thank you. Yeah, but yeah, I like seeing different types of people. I love, you know, when I walk down the street, seeing like how we're on this like small rock in the universe, but there's so many people out there, so many personalities, so many how many people present themselves, talk, everything. But also, with a lot of my work and illustrations, um, I like to draw Black and Indigenous people in um, iconic imagery. So, to warning, I, I, grew up, I grew up Catholic, 
of course, my family um, on my mom's side grew up Catholic. And of course, it's always like a kind of like tough conversation, especially with like, like uh, into it. But um, I wanted to take back that imagery because of course, like I love the aesthetic when I was just sitting there. So, but I wanted to kind of take back that imagery and uh, put black and brown people in it so we can be seen as icons and um, powerful and prideful because mm -hmm. don't get me started about like how much like indigenous like stuff that they have over there and the catholics like how much stuff that they have like online that like look at have and i'm like why do you have that but but yeah so i want to be able to especially um show different like queer identities as well just thriving you know against this like powerful like oppressive force and then like using it to make them shine if um, that makes sense <laughs> that makes all the sense in the world that's that's beautiful thanks for Thanks for doing the work you do and being so intentional about it. Really Thank you. Um, Gender, do you want to ask the next question? Um, I can. I'm also just thinking about how important that type of representation is. Mm. Um, I kind of want to ask a question that's not written down, which is, okay. can, you, can you remember the first time that you saw someone in media who looked like you and was in in an empowered role right like like a person who's self they're they're self-possessed by their own power right not like a side character who's just totally being oppressed and it's terrible and that's the only narrative you get have you ever seen that outside of your own art like because that's um, the thing that i like yeah. to talk about is representation and how much it matters and you know what what is if any can you think of examples of good representation representation you've seen of anyone with any of the identities that you hold uh if i'm gonna be honest i'm probably gonna go to my uh nerdy kid stays and say um i was really big fan and of the comics and of the show uh, static shock and mm -hmm. static i nice. love him <laughs> i love virgil he's great especially it, i a lot of people say this, but he was literally like Black Spider-Man before there was Black Spider-Man. Honestly, mm -hmm. he was a nerdy kid who was into like Dungeons and Dragons and stuff and loved science and whatnot. But he was like also Black. And it was just really cool to see that, you know, there's so many like stereotypes, but like it was also the way Black culture was put into there and celebrating it but also celebrating the fact that he's um you know nerdy and into science and geeky and just showing that again like you said um that we're not in a monolith so i i think that's one thing that really opened my eyes and i was like oh man i really i really like comics <laughs> i want to get into this so yeah that's awesome it's did that kind of inspire you to create your own comics or what, were you already on that trajectory? Uh, I was on that tra trajectory. So I like, I was like, Oh, I like this. So I read and watched more cartoons. I think what really hooked me in was, uh, manga, I'm going to say, and, and, um, anime. 
and um, that really hooked me in and I started trying to like make my own characters and start um, making with especially the Justice League and making my own superheroes. Um, embarrassingly enough, uh, I want to say Naruto was a big hook and sinker for me in Sailor Moon. But, <laughs> but Why is yeah. it embarrassing? I don't know. I think it's embarrassing because I made my own um, Naruto OCs. And um, I remember specifically, I made one that specifically like beat up Sasuke because I didn't like Sasuke. <laughs> and I, I remember specifically in the fan fiction I wrote that my character was like, I like making emo boys cry. And it, it, I just looked back and I was like, oh, that was a tie. <laughs> <laughs> that was the time all right was that a phase would you say uh yeah it was a phase i i promise i don't like making emo people cry i promise <laughs> i was emo i was emo myself so i don't know why i wrote that in yeah don't make me cry don't make yeah. me cry yeah <laughs> juice is saying in the chat anime and manga are big inspirations for a lot of young creators oh yeah definitely a lot of my friends like and anime and manga especially i think we all remember kind of being in barnes and noble or it used to be borders before they shut it down and i remember like, borders yeah yeah or the library and like being in those aisles and like flipping through the manga section before mm -hmm. like our parents or it was time to go right. so yeah what are some comics that you've loved oh boy there's so many Okay, top three. How about that? <laughs> or top ten, whichever's easier. Top, oh top god, 50. it's top fifty. Uh, <laughs> Just rattle off the titles. <laughs> so again, uh, I really like Static. Um, oh god, there's a lot of web comics I like too, and a lot of good act, like a lot of good like people online making stuff. Um, oh, I like. I I like Jill Thompson. I love her work. Okay. Um, she's the one who made Scary Godmother. And she also did work on uh, Sandman. I love that. Um, oh my god! Now I'm just like looking over at my comics. Like, um, I love. He he's not really a comic artist, but Carrie uh, James Marshall is a good one. He made a comic that I really love. Uh, it was really cool. Uh, do you remember the name of it? Uh, it's called Rhythm Master. Ooh. Yeah, it, you can't really find it, it and it's kind of like messy, but I love that about it. He, he, it's just, uh, it's about this character going to museum and with the drum, he like commands all these like African artifacts to like come alive and there's like superheroes. And wow. it's just really, it's really cool. And I really like how he, his, his art's super bold to where he makes the dark skin like black is black to like make us pop and i, mm. I know i know it might wow. sound like no but it, it's good if you look up his work you'll you'll see what i'm talking about it's like really cool it's really good wow yeah i wrote down everyone's name I wrote down everyone's name um thanks for sharing that um i have a question though about your comics and mm. that is what is your comic process like when you it's, sit down to do it <laughs> yeah it's oh my god it's a mess uh <laughs> all right yeah it's a mess sometimes the on my phone process isn't to be honest yeah yes. <laughs> sometimes 
on my phone or on paper or even like a little sticky notes uh or the computer i just like write down like if i have an idea like in the middle of the night i just like write down an idea or something and i'm just like ooh, or just like type down some notes and then mm -hmm. i uh make it a bit clear about what i'm doing and then i thumbnail it but i know i have like the messiest thumbnails like known to man i don't know how it's readable and then i do a bit of like rough pencils and rough thumbnails to get a good idea mm -hmm. and um then the penciling the inking and then sorting out and what on whatnot but also uh, i really like if i'm creating the story uh, writing down a script and writing down the characters like their personalities and kind of outlining how the story goes before mm -hmm. i write the script Mm -hmm. and sh of course show it to all my friends and be like does this look okay They're like this isn't bad is it mm -hmm. and um making sure that uh it's all good because it's also good to get feedback from friends or feedback from peers and yeah just uh going through it um that's yeah i think that's about it before i probably like notices something's wrong fix it and then save the page again or fix the page again that happens a lot sometimes i notice like uh, a, a letter's missing or um a line goes into someone's head i'm like no they can't no, people can't see that but, yeah. Digitally? uh yeah sometimes uh, i used to do it traditionally a lot but now i'm just like oh man digitally is so much easier <laughs> easier okay. because it's like all there Mm -hmm. and it's all there and people turn me on to like uh flip studio paint i used to have uh photoshop and it was like a bad relationship kind of mm -hmm. it's it's okay if you use photoshop but it's a bad relationship because they keep making you pay every month and with clip studio paint or procreate you just pay mm -hmm. once and you're done yep yeah subscriptions <laughs> are well, and when I, you're an artist, it's like you don't have money coming in every month necessarily, right? right you make a big right. whack when you've released your big project, and then sometimes you don't have money for a while. Well, I, yeah. I can share a resource with you all because I ran into that too, gender, where it was I like, it. I don't, you know, I, Photoshop's nice and all of that. Mm. So I, I did some research and I found this great company in England called Affinity, and mm. uh, you pay oh, like yeah. 50 bucks period you get free updates and then maybe you pay 50 bucks for the manual if you want to learn how but mm. since i had had experience on photoshop i was able to translate it to their mm. uh, photo affinity photo and they also have affinity design affinity mm. um what is it the desktop publishing thing so they have mm. oh, a bunch wow. of different kind of things and so that's why i turn people onto that because i'm just like you know if you don't have the extra money you know that's fine like i never do so cam i'd love to hear a little bit more where this this first section is sort of the comic section and then the mm. second section is going to be the zine section is okay. what i've realized okay. um so the the next question i have for you is can you share a story of exploring gender and or identity in your work do you have like a character arc you'd like to tell us about any of your comic um characters that might be interesting to more specifically discuss while we're in the comic part of the interview today 
Uh, right now, it's in the process of being made, but there's a comic coming out through uh, Black uh, Jose Press and uh, Gladios uh, Magazine. It's called Queen of My Heart, and uh, it's about a guy. He's uh, Black, and he's gay, and he, he comes from a small town, and he just moved to the big city. And he's struggling a bit with, like, he's out and he's in a city that's more diverse and more welcoming to the queer identity, but he doesn't know, like, what's the first thing about finding community or first thing about, you know, being, you know, out and, you know, representing that and showing that he's a bit scared. So a bit of that and um, coming to terms with that and finding others to help you with accepting yourself and um, representing yourself. I have, <laughs> let's see, there's so many, I have so many OCs and so many characters. It, it's, I lose track of my kids. <laughs> I love that you think of them as kids. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have a lot of uh, trans characters that helped me um, get through my identity with, without even thinking it, about it, honestly. A lot of uh, trans characters that were, like, unapologetically themselves and very, like, mm. expressing themselves, and I like putting them in comics and, like, little short comics. Um, I have a character named, um, which is fun, named uh, Xenos, who is two-spirit, but also a, a demigod and kind of comes kind of with that and um stuff like that so uh yeah the list could go on i could go on about ocs and characters but those are some examples of how i like to uh, have fun and show my identity through my characters okay so the next question i i'll just ask because i highlighted it um what is your zine process and how does it differ from your comic process I think the zine process is, oh God, zines. <laughs> the, the zine <laughs> process is, uh, I think it's funnier. <laughs> it's me um, mostly kind of like scribbling on copy paper. It's the same, well, it's the same with first writing down notes, except with, with comics, I go into my nice little comic program and like, type out the script but with uh zines sometimes i tend to just go to notes and just like write whatever and edit it down and then um on copy paper kind of like writing out and if i fold i make those little folds those little comic fold trick you know where you cut paper in the middle and you fold it into like a mini zine and kind of um i was hoping I had an example up here no i don't always unprepared but but uh yeah we fold it in the middle and then make a little zine and i kind of scribble out there and then i draw my work uh put it together put it in that fun little format that all zine makers love to do where it's just like and trying to see oh my god are the pages right is it going to be backwards and upside down mm. and then um shout out to my friend puck puck saint I run over to their uh, apartment and their printer, and I'm like, can you please print scenes for, on their printer? And they're like, yeah, sure, buddy. And then printing that, and then 
having to staple it together and fold it together and cut it up and and there's a zine from me (laughs) um the last scene i have was about i want to say 20 something oh wow like a catalog yeah yeah pretty much i'm trying to see if i have any please fun fun zines up here okay well this is from college y'all don't need to see that (laughs) (laughs) you can see the growth what are you talking about (laughs) oh yeah the oc comic with about uh vampires oh wow (laughs) look at that oh there's a black page but I was like, oh, y'all don't need to see that. Thanks for showing. You might need to see that. Oh, I want to see it. I want to see everything. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I have a whole whole box next to me. What am I doing? Uh, Let's see. My whole, um, I make illustration zines. Wow. With my work in there. Wow, that's gorgeous. Thank you. And characters, I just sneak in. I'm like, oh, it's illustration, but. No, it's mostly OCs. And you <laughs> illustrate all of this. Yeah, all of it. Um, this one, uh, my so partner cool. and I worked on, uh, they did the cover, and they also did the character designs. And uh, I did the comic, and we just wanted to do a, a like Regency-era comic with our OCs going after um, her, our main OC. Mm-hmm. Um, spoiler alert, uh, she wins. <laughs> we might continue wow. it, but yeah. Uh, wow. That's a fun little comic that we have as well. All right. We've got so. some messages for you in uh, chat too, Cam. Um, those are beautiful. That art was so beautiful. Yeah. Thank I you. Share that with us. If Thank you, you for taking a minute to flip through. Yes, um, if y'all haven't followed on Instagram, please follow Cam on Instagram. Get those yay. updates. High def, gorgeous art for yes. free on Instagram. I was like yes. shocked looking at Instagram at just the sheer volume of gorgeous art that you've oh, already thank made. You. Mm-hmm. So was I. Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, this leads to a good question. Do you prefer digital or hard copy zine making? It looks like all of these were hard copies. Do you do some oh. online? Um online as in like uh, send it to another place and they print it or oh no digital um oh yes yeah so uh, so when making zines specifically yeah. like do you cut and paste with scissors and and um like glue uh, or no. do you design them all digitally because some some of the old-timey yeah. zines was like people yeah. would scrapbook essentially and then photocopy their scrapbook yeah mostly for me it's a mix of both where i just go to um i have it digital i set it up digitally and then i print it out and then i cut and staple and format it myself so it's kind of a mix of both but i have uh, a a question for you um i really like i'm interested because i actually wanted to uh create a zine myself Mm. Uh, do you do work for hire because maybe there are other people that would like to do that too do you do work for hire have you done work for hire uh yeah i've done a lot of work for hire and a lot of um i've been a part of like a lot of anthologies that were work for hire or like a lot of um pitch comics or a lot of comics that were work for hire and people are just like oh can you 
uh, illustrate this for me or like, oh, I want this illustrated. Can you illustrate this comic or like short comic for me? So, um, yes. What is the process? Does someone give you a script and then you illustrate it or how does that work? Um, so let me start with the, I'll, I'll go to a recent project I'm working with. They, um, first they talk to me about it. They're like, Hey, um, I'm so-and-so I'm a writer and I was interested in you illustrating, uh, my, our work. If you're interested, talk to me. And I was like, I'm like, yeah, sure. Cool. This sounds cool. Like they gave me like a small little elevator pitch about like, what's it about? I'm like, Oh, totally cool. And mm -hmm. uh, then um, they send me the scripts, kind of, and if it's up, it depends on the person. Sometimes they have their own character designs. Sometimes they want you to have at it. I've had people who are really particular about how the character looks, so um, they'll do it instead mm -hmm. or uh, and stuff like that. But they just want me to draw it. They'll have the whole descriptions, but. Sometimes, like a recent project I'm working on called Hellbit, uh, Kickstarter coming out soon. Uh, Can you send us that link? We'll add it to the show notes later. Yeah. When it comes uh, out. Can I'll send you. Okay. I'll send it to you when it. I don't. Or I think it's. We're going to do it on February 7th. Okay. That's when the Kickstarter comes out. But I'll definitely yeah. drop the link. Yeah. This episode will publish a couple days before that. And I will as long as you send it to me when it's live right. i will go at it or if people can like follow your kickstarter profile or something like to hear updates from you i just i want to make sure that people hear about it because you're making such cool stuff oh thank you <laughs> yeah i'm like so excited about it definitely thank you like, so I'm much too. Yeah, i might actually uh talk to you offline to talk about the zine that i want to do comic book um it's either a comic book or a zine mm -hmm. i haven't decided yet but i oh, will whoa. be reaching out Ooh. So, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hey, indigenous Black trans people always forever. Yay. Always and forever. This love song. <laughs> um, anyway, it's by Heat Wave if you want to look it up. Anyway, okay. <laughs> but, yeah, the characters and then um, the whole contract thing, very mm -hmm. fun and stuff like, and talking about uh, when we're prior to talk about payment contract stuff. And uh, first, I like to update them with um, characters' designs if needed. And I'm like, are these characters okay? And stuff like that. And they're like, yeah, they gave me a sign-off. And then I give thumbnails. And they give me notes, and I fix it or stuff like that. And then penciling it out, and then inking it out. And then it depends, because sometimes uh, people want me to color and letter it sometimes they don't when they don't i'm i'm very happy but if they do that's fine too. <laughs> just sometimes sometimes lettering makes me a bit nervous but i think i think i've gotten better if you've seen my lettering uh when oh it was not so good here i, I feel like i have like, us? yeah I have, a, I have a good example uh this was my um project for my comics project in uh, senior year mm -hmm. um, sales are final all sales are final i'm reading it for anyone who's listening to the podcast and can't see what you're what you're holding up to the camera yeah it's about a non-binary uh character and their trans mass friend who dabble in witchcraft and one of them accidentally gets possessed um, 
the adventure. The lettering's I would not, read that. The lettering's not so good. <laughs> oh, that looks great to me. And you know, I'm not you. No, yeah. it's it's fine. Like I, I see that there's different lettering stuff, but sometimes you have to like keep in mind like the spacing and stuff and the readability yeah. and stuff like that. But I think I've definitely gotten better and I've definitely gotten better, especially at uh, coloring stuff. You just have to keep working at it. Mm -hmm. Okay. But yeah. That's great. Thank you. And then what is the usual time frame when someone wants to hire you for something and say they have none mm -hmm. of the elements and it's just like they just let you have at it? Yeah, uh, it depends, especially it depends on like how many pages it's going to be. Right. Yeah, because sometimes um, I'm working on a project right now, so that's like a hundred and something pages. Wow. So that's like... Double-sided. Um, uh, yes, double-sided. So that's, so that's like a wide, like it's going to be like a graphic novel. So that's something that needs to be like stretched out. But compared to a project that I did recently that was just uh, for anthology... Hairology, it's coming out soon. Uh, it, it's nice. just uh, four pages. Mm -hmm. um, it's just the process of giving it, it. That took about, especially, I want to say maybe like a month or two to kind of give the thumbnails, the penciling, and then the, the inking, and then making sure everything's right, especially with like notes and stuff, and mm -hmm. uh, making everything's like right with the uh, writer and the editor of it. Mm -hmm. so those wow. are it, it it mostly depends and then also you gotta be prepared for like when um things happen because recently i uh sadly got a uh, covid <laughs> and that really uh here was me in bed trying to do comic pages still and pencil and um it wasn't until in my the back of my head was just like you can't do this you need to right. give yourself rest you need to rest you're you look ridiculous right now sneezing and coughing over your tablet trying to draw in bed yeah so <laughs> yeah <laughs> if some things happen you just gotta update the people you're working with and say hey this happened i need some more time is that okay and make sure it's okay with their time frame please mm -hmm. be communicative Yes. That's, yeah. Communication is key in comics, especially especially if you're working with someone. If you're working with yourself, then it's fine. It's, but if you have deadlines, you know, and you're working with someone else and someone else is counting on you, you got to let them know. Mm -hmm. And I used to be kind of, especially with ADHD and um, whatnot, I used to have, like, really bad with, like, communication and, like, mm -hmm. uh, getting things in on time and my brain like kind of procrastinating but you have to it's it's hard to work on <laughs> but um I, I think i'm better at it now and i find some tools that like help me like organize it better and get more on track so um again communication is key <laughs> it is it definitely is um and let's see here i'm looking at some questions as i'm jumping around here on the google doc let's see okay. here. I can, I can ask at? the next one if you'd like. Yes, please, because I don't know where we're at. <laughs> no, it's all good. Um, Thank you. Cam, Cam so we've, we've talked about you doing some work for hire for maybe mm -hmm. um, clients who are businesses. But my mm -hmm. question is about commissions. Do you do yes. commissions? Are they open right now? 
what do you specialize in and how do people commission you? Like, do you want them to use your contact page on your mm -hmm. website? Um, yeah. What kind of commissions do you typically do? Uh, I do have commissions. They unfortunately are not really open right now because I have, okay. I'm still trying to finish another batch of commissions. Once I finish That's that fair. batch, then I'll open up. I'll let you, I'll let y'all know. But, uh, usually, uh, commissions, um, are mostly character commissions is what I do. Mm -hmm. uh, from the, this, from the most part, what I've gotten, uh, people like wanting their characters drawn or their favorite characters drawn. Um, I've done a lot of, for the most part, like OCs or D and D or, uh, characters. Mm -hmm. Like someone's like, Oh, I, I, there's someone who's like, I want my D and D character drawn, but I don't really know how to draw. Could you please help me and stuff mm -hmm. like that and giving me like a lot of good uh examples um and then sometimes i've drawn like characters like i remember someone wanted me to draw like the cast of the um new uh spider-man um with miles morales and everyone mm -hmm. and i was like okay i can <laughs> i can do that so it depends but usually they come to me and um i'm like sure it, it depends on what it is um, also, if it's, like, colored or, like, inks or, like, waist up, or sometimes I even get, like, a nice illustration someone wants, just, like, oh, I just want, some people just, like, oh, I just want you to just do it yourself, just a nice illustration, mm -hmm. and um, I really appreciate when people give me references, like, even though they mm -hmm. can't draw, like, references, like, oh, this is what the hair is going to look like. This is what I'm thinking the face looks like. This is what the clothes look like. I'm, I I really appreciate of that. There's one person who gave me like such a long list of like references down to like what the pocket watch looked like and what the clothes looked like and what stuff mm -hmm. like that. And I'm I'm really appreciative of stuff like that. And then I send them the sketch. They approve it. I send them the inks if we're going past that, and then they approve it. And then I send colors wow. and mission done <laughs> nice nice do you do hourly or flat rate and then we have another question right after that um i do flat rate usually okay yeah. um can you tell us about cut open i see it's four dollars on your website right now what inspired that um so my mom always was just like i know i talked about her before uh about like saying it was a phase but i, I promise she, she's been like super supportive and mm -hmm. super like understanding it was kind of like rocky at first because um sometimes a lot of parents like there there's not a lot there wasn't like a lot of resources you know out there mm -hmm. so she didn't really understand it and whatnot but um better now um, she came to me and she's like, I think you should, um, make, uh, I think you should make a zine and talk about, like, your experiences. And I was just like, okay. And she was like, write down, um, your day-to-day, -day, like, after testosterone, your thoughts. But, uh, once again, uh, ADHD got the best of me. And sometimes I, like, forgot to, like, write down things and what and uh, experience it happens. Yeah, I'm but, a documentary and I can't remember to record stuff every day, so I totally get that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's hard. 
Mm-hmm. But um, I noticed I just wanted to have an outlet to talk about my feelings because in the beginning of the comic, I talk about how um, I, at first, I was just super, super like, I need top surgery. Like, I have to have top surgery. But when I became more comfortable with like how I looked in terms of like my face and how I presented myself, I was just like, well, do I? deserve it and i'm like there are trans men who choose not to get top surgery and trans mass people who are people who choose not to get uh top surgery due to you know um you know could be medical reasons or just because they don't want to they're just like "Eh." it's like i'm comfortable but it was kind of going through that process and trying to think of things and like how i feel about it because I was just like, am I okay for, like, not being too, you know, emotional about it? Mm-hmm. Or, um, you know, crying about it? Or it's, does that mean I, like, don't deserve it because I'm not too emotional? or And things like that. So really exploring that. And then um, in the other parts of the comic, I talk about, like, the recovery process. And, mm-hmm. like, fun little things that happened while I was trying to recover. And things I noticed, like there was a point where um, my, you know, stitches, uh, my chest felt numb, and I was just like, "Oh God, well, I guess I'm, I guess that's it for me." And then my partner's like, "No, you need to text your surgeon. You need to communicate with the surgeon." And I was like, oh, "Okay, I'm fine." And then um, the end process, I kind of talk about like the whole process that was with getting top surgery and what more people should know about it and what I wish I was told, you know, before I got top surgery. I also made it because I, to be honest, I had never seen, uh, you know, someone that looks me like me or black, uh, trans mask or like indigenous trans mask until I was like in college. I, I, the only representation that I saw mostly for trans people were like, especially white, but especially like skinny. And you would mostly see those examples for top surgery. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, well, I, I think it would be good if people saw like examples of double mastectomies and other like body types that it's, you can get top surgery as well. Mm-hmm. And so I just wanted to uh, represent um, that too. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm, I'm looking at your website right now and one of the things that's caught my eye, I'm in Minneapolis, and there's a little paper, free paper we used to have called the City Pages. Oh, and yeah. Unless this is a different City Pages, which I highly <laughs> doubt, I am looking at a beautiful cover for City Pages. Oh, thank you. The End of the World, their comic book, uh, their comics issue, yeah. which, Frank, I didn't even know we had, and the City yeah. Pages uh, ended in 2020. Yeah. I, I did the last, I did the last, uh, comics issue. Wow. I'm, I'm sad to see them go, but yeah, I did the last, they, they came to me to do the comics issue and I'm happy that I was able to do it for them. That's awesome. Yeah. Minneapolis gets down like that. It's a beautiful cover. Um, <laughs> well, thank you. If you go to spacejamcam.com, you can find it under new illustrations and, mm-hmm. uh, it's purple, um, there's spaceships, there's a, a person doing yoga and a, what is that, the standing dog? What is that? What kind of pose is that? I don't know anything about yoga. Is it the balancing on what? Balancing on it's, it's one It's the one that looks like a flamingo. 
Yes, it's oh, the flamingo yeah. pose. That's great. Yeah. yeah. And so, is it uh, tree, so tree pose or something. Yeah. The learning tree pose. I don't know. I just it it looks beautiful. That's all I have to say. Oh, thank you. If you get a chance, you can check it out. Like I'm looking at all these illustrations, and I just wow, 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 wow. Oh, thank you so much. Was okay. So back to genderful. Um, what and who are your biggest influences and inspirations? <laughs> um, I did mention uh, Carrie James Marshall because uh, he is unapologetic when um, he's unapologetic when showing like um, the power between like dark skin and making it bold and pop out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I mentioned Jill Thompson. I love yes, her work. I love her inks. I love her comics. Um, I love Kadir Nelson and Thomas Blackshear. Uh, they do an amazing, they do amazing illustrations and amazing jobs, uh, you know, showing people of color and illustrating people of color as like angels and just the group and just like very powerful imagery from the both of them. Um, mm-hmm. I love Kahindi Wiley. I'm pronouncing that right. He did the um, portrait, the presidential portrait for Barack Obama, and mm, nice. is the first uh, black uh, gay man to do so. And I, I love. I saw that. It's amazing. His work in is the museum. Gorgeous. I mm. saw the one in the museum where it's like kind of like the Napoleon piece, where it's like a black man riding a horse, and like hands up, and I was just like, oh my god! Like I mm. love the fact that he shows black and brown people in this like light like renaissance paintings and i was just like i love that so you could see you could see a lot of that has influenced my work yeah um, I, I love um chung Le win's work mm-hmm. uh comic artist gorgeous work uh afua richardson's a really good comic artist also and um uh, Afro-Indigenous comic artist. And I love uh, Aletha Martinez's work. Uh, She's also a comic artist. And she, I got a chance to, uh, when we were doing a seminar, she was talking to us. That woman is like a bullet train. She, she knows what she wants. And it's, (laughs) it's, it's very inspiring to see. I, uh, love her um worth ethic and her um her works and how she's like unapologetically her and um works hard even though uh the comics industry that was mostly like you know men kind of like pushed down she like still succeeds so those are people that uh inspire me and influence a lot of my work i also oh i also um Oh my God, if I remember her name, um, she, and I feel bad if I don't remember her name. She's a drag queen and everyone's going to hate me if I don't remember her, but she makes a lot of cool um, artwork and uh, busts about her trans journey. And I love it so much. She uh, dresses like she's an alien and she, (laughs) she loves the little, um, housework aesthetic but applies it to like some alien trying to fit in and that with the um trans experience so um she's really cool (laughs) so she's a big inspiration i think i may have found this 
Birch. Juno Birch, right? I don't know. It's Juno Birch. <laughs> it's Juno Birch. I remember the name. Okay, great, because this was not the right person. Okay, thank you. <laughs> but, but yeah, Juno Birch. I love her work. Check her out. She's really funny. She's really yeah. cool. Every time I try to get a statue from her or bust, because she, she makes these really cool, like, bust uh, statues, they're always wow. sold out. A crime against me. <laughs> You'll get but one one day. <laughs> one day, one day. But yes. yeah, I love her work too. Wow, that's amazing. Are there any, are there some scenes that you would like to recommend our shout out to? And we talked a little bit, but these are more. Uh, I do love, okay, I do love Madeline McRae's work. She's so cool. And her comics are so cool. She, uh, you can mostly you can find her comics about vampires, but this one's about like a vampire horse. <laughs> yes. So her work is super, super fun. Um, let's see. Oh my god, I'm mostly they're just like all over my desk. I have to find them because I'm mostly at play, at scene fest picking up scenes and like, oh my god, I love I love your work. Uh, sorry if I'm just like rummaging around my desk. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Um, but yeah, if you, y'all, if you have a chance, go to your local zine fest. Super fun. That's cool. Yeah. Let me just write that down. So I've been putting that on my radar. Um, One thing that I love about zines is they're often self-publish. Yes. So you get to write about way more radical concepts than you almost ever see in any more like quote unquote mainstream media book. Absolutely. Yeah. My local anarchist coffee shop has tons of zines about like trans identities Mm. and like anti-fascist, like defund the Mm. police stuff. I have some stronger language about that, but it's not YouTube friendly. (laughs) It's just like a lot of people who weren't able to like, you know, or don't know how to like publish yourself or like wouldn't be able to publish themselves in like a mainstream format can just go out there and like, publish like anything especially with zines it's just really cool yeah. how it comes together very, um very i love work mm-hmm. um it's gentle very gorgeous work gorgeous comics wow um let's see um i love when people make uh sketch scenes too mm-hmm. and this is uh, oh my goodness this is katie uh K-T-H-E-I-N-E-Y's work. Okay. So those are just some of the mini zines. Oh, Claire, please. Claire, good friend, Claire Donahue. Nice. Makes really cool uh, comics and characters. Got like a Satanist logo on the back. Yeah. Inverted pentagram. Yeah. (laughs) Love that. Really cool work. So those are some that I like oh and shouting out my friend again uh puck puck uh you can go to pucksaint.com like puck p-u-c-k and then saint s-a-i-n-t they make some really really cool uh zines um I'm also in a collective and re-released uh a zine recently uh, it's the enjoy zine and it was the prompt was um things that made us happy so uh, we recently released that and that was super fun so if you get a chance you can uh, look at those look at that as well okay 
That's great. Thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, what are what scenes would you like to make in the future? Um, I'd probably make more scenes. Uh, the more I think about, the more I like to make scenes to kind of explore myself and explore uh, self thoughts, like what I did with uh, Cut Open. Uh, I'd like to make a zine. I know it's like kind of like small, but I like to make a zine of like things I've noticed when I uh, transitioned that not a lot of people talk about because uh, the way kind of cis men in my family like act towards you and like not like in a hostile like way, but more it, the more you think about it, like before I transitioned, it was like a hug, you know, but now they always want to go in with the and then pat on the back and i'm just like every time i'm just like do i hug do i give the it's just like things like that things you don't know is i want to talk about like ids uh state ids like driver license how that kind of affects your whole mind because i recently got my uh, minnesota driver's license mm. and for the longest i had a texas license that had just f on it and that, like, you in Minnesota? Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, coffee sometime soon. I will okay. Instagram, I will Instagrams you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, Minnes we're Minnesota people. Minnesota, I hope, you, Minnesota, I hope you're you betcha. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're staying warm. I hope you're staying warm. <laughs> um, I got all the space heaters on. <laughs> oh yeah, it's it's so it's so cold. It's like, oh, I don't, I don't want to, I don't even look at that. I don't even want to look outside. It's just so. Stay cold for the summers, Lee. Was it Lee? Stay for the summers. Can't leave because it's your car won't start. Something like yeah. that. Yes. Yeah. And yes. It's just like, in our two seasons, snow emergency and construction. There you go, folks. There's Minnesota for you. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the snow emergency right now is so bad. <laughs> so bad. Serious heart attack. Yeah. And like all the cars are like pushed into the middle and i'm like please because the snow is pushing it more into the middle i'm like oh yes. I guess i'm not going anywhere i can't drive so ice if, banks on each side that are four feet yes yeah yes yeah, sorry everybody <laughs> it, it has to be said it's a mess it's to all the people who are like oh i want snow for christmas no you don't you don't ship it to you <laughs> yeah yeah we, we, have, we have it till like may literally we do. I remember it was May once, and when I first moved here, it was snowing in May. I was like, are you kidding me? Are you talking about that May 1st when there was a blizzard? This was yes. like five years ago or something yeah. like that? Yeah, yes. yeah, or something We're like that. We're all salty that day. I've never I, seen people just be angry all day. I yeah. was just like, are you kidding me? This is, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. But, but yeah, I, in Zs, I do want to talk about, because... Uh, I'm from Texas, and for the longest it was F, and trying to change that, like, letter marker, mm -hmm. and especially trying to change that photo, because I had a really, um, it, it, you know, so many times I tried to show my photo, and them being like, and like, this, is, this isn't you, and like, that's not you, and the trouble with that, and so going to Minnesota, and when I saw, even when I saw that paper that just had my face and then M on it. I didn't I didn't think I'd be emotional, but I was and also you can have X on there as well, which is yes, pretty neat. That's what I got. Thanks, Minnesota. 
<laughs> but uh yeah i didn't think i was be so emotional but i really was emotional i, I remember showing my parents i'm like, like oh my god and my parents were just like so happy for you like this is great like so happy that you can you know this it, it may seem like a little thing to people but it's like a huge you know um happy thing mm-hmm. um so those are some zine things i want to probably do other than that i i mostly just goof around with my ocs and people seeing those characters and whatnot wow so So for me i don't know what an oc is can you describe what that is please uh it's an original character so um in my mind though like every character is an oc because you know someone made batman and that's there but yeah it's mostly like characters that aren't like you know mainstream and well-known like that's original characters okay. and what so yeah that's, that's how i describe oc okay thank you gender do you want to jump in here please yeah absolutely okay, thank you <laughs> um so so we have a couple of concluding questions now cam um we like to clip these for social media. Mm. So even if you've already said a thing, maybe consider re-saying it so that it's in the like 30 second sound bite that gets shared out. Mm. Um, cause then people will come watch your episode cause they liked whatever you said. So, so we have three, three questions along those lines. Okay. Um, is there anything that we've missed about art comics and self-presentation that you would like to make sure that you say? Um, I don't think so, but one thing I would have to tell people is that you want to get into comics, uh, just get into it. A lot of people think that it's probably going to be like a hard process, but there's a lot of resources, especially online, of people um, saying, this is how you get into comics. Or you can just be like me and grab some copy paper, do some squares, (laughs) and draw some characters in there and keep going. So, yeah, just uh, keep that drive. and just uh, start at it. It's never too late. Also, I know a lot of uh, comic artists that started like when they were like in their thirties or forties. So um, it's never too late. Also, yeah, yeah, that's that's great. That's great. I'm that. so excited for you. Just like it's never too late to start transitioning. It's never too late to start that's being true. an artist. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I started at fifty, so mm-hmm. it's been almost two years in April twenty first. So congratulations, Atlas. Thank Congratulations. you. I appreciate that. You I'm a handsome. I'm handsome. <laughs> did, did you say 50? Uh, 52 now, but I started at 50. Yeah. You're 52? Right? There's gray hair. It's right here. It's right here. Oh, oh my really God. You want to see my ID? <laughs> really does not crack. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know if anybody has heard this, but what what Cam was referring to is <laughs> black don't crack, and so yes. I haven't. You, I are, have. It's right up here. You just no. Oh I my softened god. It. Yes. <laughs> that, oh my god. I'll take that as a compliment. Thank you. It's absolutely I, I a compliment. I, I it's really thought compliment. that you were like my age. Or like, wait, how old are you? How old are you? Handsome. If you're if you're okay with this, Jerry, I'm yes. thirty three. I'm 33. Atlas is 52. I thought you were like, oh. <laughs> how old are you? How old are, how old are you, Cam? I'm uh, 26. You're 26 and you've been published in that fancy magazine? Look at you go. Yeah. You're Look at you. I'm, 
successful art career at 26. That's what uh, I'm saying. Oh my amazing. goodness. Uh, I love everyone on the stream right now. Nefertiti is 10 and a half. She's the youngest of us all. Oh. She also has arthritis, so she's oh. simultaneously oh. the oldest of us all. Oh my goodness. Jeez. The chat is all exploding about how old Atlas is. <laughs> they What's thought happening? you were 30s at most. <laughs> I was born, that was the 1970s, so wow. <laughs> I was here for the disco yeah. era, the new wave wow. era. The you want to see your old era. disco outfits. Maybe That's you can amazing. put them in the selfie channel if you have any. I, pictures. I, I, I have this. Yes, disco oh, ball. That's, so good. that's part of yes. your Phoenix costume. It does. It goes in my little crown and my little mask. So, so good. Disco forever. Anybody who tells you that disco sucks, I'm very, very yeah. suspicious about that person. No, me too. Me too. Very suspicious about that. I'm very suspicious. I'm just like, you okay. don't like fun. Do yeah. Like <laughs> children, do you like do you like cats? Are you a cat person, dog person? You like animals? No, I don't love any of those things. We can't have tea. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, I very. If someone's like, I hate disco. I'm like, very like. I've exited the conversation right. mentally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm just like, well, I'm out. <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm so excited! My DJ said they're going to play disco and house music at the event on Friday. So I was like, disco, okay, we're yes. going to get to that soon. We're going to get to yes, that very yes. soon. Yes, we still have more questions. We for have Cam. two yeah. more questions for Cam okay. before we talk about that. Um, <laughs> Cam, thank you for your patience with our ADHD-laden, joyful co-hosts. No, yes. you're good. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Can you can you kindly share an experience with gender euphoria? Um, I think yeah. So, um, recently I was part of the uh, DC Comics uh, milestone initiative, and uh, they chose some people, and we got to, we luckily got to go to uh, uh, California and learned from the greats like Dennis Cowan and Reggie Hudlin and other uh, icons and um, there was a meet and greet first and mm -hmm. I was just like oh my god like you don't know especially as a trans um, person and or a non-binary person or a queer person you don't know especially how cis people are going to treat you especially there is kind of that fear that you have and sometimes with like cis men and how they'll like portray you and whatnot and so um there's a mean and greet and uh had to get dressed nice and stuff like that and i was just like you know what i'm gonna be unapologetically uh myself i, I don't care i'm gonna i'm gonna do it um I wore like this kind of sheer kind of black shirt with a big bow on it. And then I had purple beaded earrings and slacks and some nice heels. And I'm just like, I'm just going to go for it. I look great. Whatever. Mm -hmm. Went in unapologetically myself, unapologetically fashion. And I think my euphoria kind of was one of the guys on team was just like oh you remind me of prince and prince's <laughs> prince was kind of like my inspiration for mm -hmm. um transitioning because i remember um when i had to go into uh therapy for like uh 
gender resources, he was like, what's your like, goal? And I'm just like, I kind of want to look like a bigger prince. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know that man's like two feet tall. <laughs> but like He's three a- inches shorter than I am. It's just not that serious. Jeez. <laughs> he worked it uh yeah i just i was like i want to be a bigger kind of buffer bigger prince or something and i was mm-hmm. like and he was like oh okay so you know being being like oh you look like prince or being like um people being like oh wow when you step in the room and you're just like oh wow you really this person just like does not care what other people think it's just I I like um, the whole rest of the week when I wore like big beaded earrings or big earrings or big like statements. I think that was my biggest kind of gender euphoria. Like anytime mm. I'm just like unapologetically myself, I'm just like yeah, I like uh, big earrings and fashion and heels. What are you gonna do yeah. about it? Nothing, because I look cute and you can't do anything about it. So just things like that. It sounds like it all came together for you in that moment, like everything. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's beautiful. Definitely. Fantastic. Congratulations on that. And congratulations on the initiative, too. Thank uh, you. Fantastic. That's fantastic. All right. Okay. Do you want me to ask the next question, Ginger? You, you can have the final question, Atlas. Yeah, I get the yours. final question. Final Whoa. question. Final question. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> okay, here we go. What would you like to make sure folks know about your perspective on gender and non-binary trans issues? Take us out. Um, it's, yeah, it's it's a tough one because these days it feels like everyone's against us. Literally mm-hmm. everyone. It's just like they're trying to get us to go back to the Stone Ages. Mm-hmm. But uh, just know when it feel like tough or like oh my god like what's the point there is a point and there are people out there there's a community out there there's like resources out there there are people that like are still fighting to help and make sure that you are seen and that you're cared for and that you get the help that you need so mm-hmm. um i just want people to uh know that and that you can like always like reach out to like these different uh, resources. I know I included um, one that really helped me in Texas, which was crazy legacy. They helped me uh, with my, um, cause of course I had to get gender therapy first. So they helped me with that. And the therapist was like really nice and helped me with my hormones. Mm-hmm. And then if you're in the Minnesota area, family tree clinic is like really good i go there for my uh, hormones and they have other resources for uh, trans and non-binary people mm-hmm. and then also trans lifeline um they help with many resources and they even um help you with getting micro grants and they can set you up with a lawyer to help you get your name change if you need it so um just different things like that but yeah just know that you're not alone um, it's really rough right now, but there are people out there that see you and want to help, and we're we're gonna we're gonna power through this. Yeah, that's exactly it. We are gonna power through it, and I know at um, in Minnesota there is um, they're asking for us to show up in court tomorrow at eight thirty. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so I've been posting that all over my Instagram. Mm-hmm. I think it's tomorrow the 31st, one of the two. Yeah. Oh, tomorrow's the 31st. Well, that's fancy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> January, January went by so fast. I just blinked and now it's the 30, it's almost the 31st. It's yeah, almost February. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me, and I'm just like, wow, how did that happen? Yeah, I, <laughs> I lost, I lost whole weeks, but I mean, yes, I had you did. Surgery. You had surgery and all kinds of things, and now um, Bray is here. So yeah, it's just like it's wonderful. There's a lot of Hello. stuff going on in our lives. It's like January, poof, whatever. Yeah, it <laughs> goes by in a day. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna, I'm just, I don't know, I'm just gonna like blink, and then it's gonna be like. December again. I'm like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. sure. I hope not. I have uh, bottom surgery in October, and I need oh, to. Oh, okay. Congrats. Get in shape and get work and stuff, just so that it could. I'm happy that it's still January. It gives me more time, at least a day. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Um, thank you. I don't even know how to feel this. about it, but thank you. <laughs> I'm excited. What did you say, gender? I said it's a it's a big year for trans people. A lot of my friends are having their affirming surgeries this year, and mm-hmm. I'm really thrilled for them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think that we've come out of the intense acute time with COVID enough that yeah. they're like regular surgeries are starting to resume. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife actually had surgery. One of her surgeries were both trans before mm-hmm. the vaccine existed, and it was a very specific experience. Like couldn't be with her when she was waking up after Aww. like had to pick her up she she was supposed to normally they'd stay for three nights but she mm. went home within 12 hours of surgery because the covid risk was so high it was like you're going to yeah. be safer recovering at a hotel near mm. here than mm. having observation because of how high yeah. the covid risk is so it's just it's wild to see how that has shifted from mm. even two years ago to now and mm. i'm so delighted that so many of my trans friends are having the procedures that they need um yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, I had a friend who just had top surgery uh, two weeks ago, and um, they actually helped me with mine in 2021. So it was really endearing to be like, how's it feel? What was it like when you put your shirt on? You know, so I was like, it was great. So, yeah. (laughs) One of my friends is having surgery in like three weeks, and they're going to stay at our house for a week while recovering from their top surgery. And that's That's this is actually the friend who took care of me with my wife after my recovery. So it's like, you know, we're... We're instead of paying forward or paying back for once, like we're actually going to manage to help the person back who helped me and yeah. you know, put yoga blankets under my knees and like brought me ice packs at two in the morning, all of that stuff. So, That's um, beautiful. you know, it's, it's incredible to be in a community of trans people who support each other mm-hmm. because getting to do that sort of acute nursing help after reco- during recovery, like we're saving each other thousands of dollars. Yeah, and building our friendship and love and community, and that makes us more strong and resilient. Mm. Yeah. And that yeah. type of like direct mutual aid with time instead of money is mm. so radical and needed, especially when like our families and um, whoever aren't always there for us. Mm. Um, sometimes they are, right? It's not it's not yeah. categorically true that all of our families yeah. abandon us when we're trans. My parents have been very loving and kind and mm. um, supportive, and that's not the usual story so yeah, yeah. anyway yeah, hey. yeah yeah joyful 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 yes let's do the jenniferful dance yes all right cam get into it get into it like disco all right don't leave me this way Felby Houston. You Woo. <laughs> cam you're having fun just admit it <laughs> oh, i am i am i am <laughs>
All right, Amazing. Jenna, do you want to take us out? I will. I will. Okay. Um, thank you, Cam, so much for being a guest on the show today. Everyone, Cam White, he and Zizem pronouns, um, is an illustrator, a comic artist, a zine maker, and a designer who enjoys creating original characters or OCs and worlds, fashion designs, and fun eccentric stories. Um, Cam's art is also highlights um, a lot of wonderful uh, Black and Indigenous identities, and you should 100% go spend some time looking at Cam's website and Cam's Instagram and Twitter, um, and maybe you can make some commissions later and get in line for that Kickstarter coming out in the next couple of weeks. Um, Linktree forward slash Space Jam Cam Art, that will be in the description. Um, Cam is on Twitter and Instagram under the handle Space Jam Cam Art, and Cam is spelled K-A-M. Here is this week's clatter query that you can answer on our social media platforms. No matter how big or small, how do you live your queer life and identity unapologetically? What a great question. Thank you for what that question. What a great Cam. question. Thank you. So everyone, next week's guest is going to be Sean Aaron, and we are discussing his organization, Dem Boys, Inc., B-O-I-S. I'm very excited for that conversation. Um, for now, we have some community updates. Um, I'll say my two and let Alice take us out with the exciting, the most exciting one. Um, so first of all, as you may have noticed today, Jenniferful has an earlier standard start time. We're still going to have guests who maybe are working during the day in North America and need to have an evening time. But um, we've discovered that the best time for Atlas and I to co-host is actually my usual stream time, which is 11 a.m. Um, start time Pacific. So unless unless a guest has a specific need, our new start time is earlier in the day. Uh, if you caught us today, hooray! If you are tuning in um, this afternoon and you missed us, I'm sorry. Come back next week. It's earlier now. Blame me. Um, Can and... I send a shout out in before we go to the next what? one? Yes. I just want to thank... Um, uh, the genderful staff for um, taking my requests seriously. I didn't expect anything to happen until like April or May because we were booked out until April. And so I just want to say that I uh, am very um, proud and honored that you all decided to like reach out to the guest and recalibrate the schedule um, so that I could be on today's show. I really appreciate it. So I, I get up at six o'clock in the morning, Central Standard Time, and I'm passed out by four o'clock in the afternoon, which was when we were doing the show. So thanks again. Absolutely, Alice. You are an essential member of the team uh, and that. your needs matter just as much as everyone else's. So I'm so grateful you told us what you needed so that we could flex and accommodate your needs. Yes, you flexed in a major way. So thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I agree. Thank you, especially to Lexington for redoing graphics and to Juice for reaching out to the guest to reschedule. Um, thank you, the team that thank supports us are incredible. Um, you'll hear all about our thank yous to our, our regular contributors in the outro I'll play in just a moment. But um, the other the other sort of related to schedules update I wanted to share is um, in general, how my content works is going to be shifting over the next couple of months. Um, when I was out for surgery, we had a cloud or takeover where a bunch of my contributors streamed instead of me. So instead of seeing my face, you saw all the people who are usually behind the scenes doing different streams. And that was so fun. Um, that we've decided that around the fourth week of the month, it might flex a little because it's going to be keyed off of the fourth Monday of the month, which is sometimes the fifth week, quote unquote, of the month. But around the the last week of the month-ish, um, we're actually going to have a monthly clatter takeover for a whole week. I'm not going to be on stream. My friends are going to be streaming for me. And that's going to actually give me some much needed time to catch up on all the admin. You, you've, you've heard me mention like, oh yeah, that voice sound command I never uploaded three 
months ago. Um, it's because I've been working so hard with stream that I'd never give myself enough time to do admin. And frankly, I've decided I need to only work 40 to 50 hours a week instead of the 80 hours I've been doing for the last three years. Um, so I like set up some filters on my phone so that I stop working at a certain time. And um, yeah, I'm going to be less available on the weekends and the evenings and uh, try to treat this like a job instead of an obsession so that I can, you know, have some some staying power because this work is important to me and I don't want to burn out. So, um, so I'm I'm redoing my schedule to put in some more admin time. Um, the benefit for you all is you get to see and hear from a lot more of the fun other people who are around that I get to interact with on a weekly basis, but you never hear from. So you get the fun of you know getting to see some other streamers and enjoy their content as well. So those are some some shifts that are going to be good for the long term health of not only this show, but all of the streams and content that we create. Um, Atlas, what is Translate? How can we get involved? Where is it happening? Take my money. What is it? Tell us. Okay, I didn't prepare. Hold on. Just give me a it's second. Okay. While, while, I do, okay. while I do the preparation of that, I just want to um, express um, my gratitude for you uh, taking care of yourself um, and dropping you know, almost 40 hours out of your schedule um a week um you know like i i love being on the show and i love um um looking at the shows and i am very feel very honored to be a part of the show as well um and i think it you know self-care is, is so important so i'm just really proud of you and love the fact that you're you're stepping up to take care of that for yourself and so, uh, so that's great. That's great. I did drop the link for translate in the chat for you. If you want to copy okay. paste that translate, yes. um, I am hosting, um, show that's part cabaret from seven to nine oh. and dance party from about nine to midnight at Brian this Lake Bowl. Where Cam is, you could go. Yeah. You should, you should come to translate. That's what you that's should true. do. That's, that's true. Okay. <laughs> Um, so it's translate an evening of cabaret dance and chill vibes, but dig it. It's a hybrid, so you can watch it from anywhere in the world. All you got to do is buy oh, a wow. ticket. We'll send you a link and you can watch the cabaret portion. Um, we are raising money for tigers, which is, let me get down here and give the tigers a boost here. Raising money for uh, Tigers, which is a trans intersex gender expansive radical resources and services cooperative organization whose mission is to fill critical gaps in support in Minnesota. And we're raising 10% of the door for them. And then I'm also, I also created a new grant called the Phoenix Ascension Grant, where we're putting together funds for trans mask and uh, BIPOC trans mask and non-binary folks to help them with electrolysis, uh, homelessness, needle kits, that kind of thing. Um, I actually need to get in touch with Stealth Brothers so we can get some dot bags for that. And so it happens this Friday. Doors open. If you're in the physical space, it opens at uh, 6.30. And we'll be sending links at the left for the last time, I think at 6.30 uh, before the doors open um, for folks that are watching it at home. And we have performances by the wonderful Transcendence Cabaret, a cabaret that features predominantly BIPOC uh, uh, 
non-binary and uh, transgender drag performers. And we also got two, what I call uh, newbie dragons, drag and dragons. And so I we've got that. two, we've got King Kiki, who's going to be singing a song and lip syncing another. And we've got this other artist, uh, Hannah, and I believe that they are going by Hansy and they've got two pieces and one involves a a chair that looks like a hand so we're excited about that too and i will have several costume changes i bet you can guess one of them and that's really it <laughs> i'm excited it's up on its legs um we have i got over 150 new followers on the translate um instagram and it's simple trans underscore late underscore mpls minneapolis underscore and you can join there and look at all the posts and um, I believe that gender has dropped the Facebook event. Um, in I put chat. the event right event. You got the event right. That's perfect because yeah. that is on Facebook. The one so, with Facebook yes. was too long, too many characters. But yeah, oh, I did I the event it. right. Yeah. No problem. No problem. So if you can join us this Friday night, I would love it. And if you have a birthday or a tea birthday or something you want to celebrate. Uh, get in touch with me through the Instagram account, Translate Minneapolis, MPLS. And I'd love to give a shout out to you if you're watching from England, if you're watching from Germany, if you're watching from Seattle, wherever you're at, I'd love to give to give a shout out to you. So yes, please come and join us. I'm so excited. And I went to different places to to give more postcards and stickers. And I was yeah. told at Smitten Kitten, which is one of our uh, sex toys, a queer positive sex toy uh, place. And they were like, oh, my God, everybody loved the stickers. And there were no postcards left. So I was like, boom, here you go. Boom, here you go. And so it's great. So like all of South Minneapolis has been papered with uh, posters and stickers and postcards. So, yes, I'm excited about That's it. Amazing. Alice, I have a, a question. Um for those of us who are still practicing COVID safety, what yeah. is your what is your masking policy or vaccination policy for this event? So if you have mask disabled required. people like me thinking about it, you, yes, okay, you might have said that, but I I was oh, trying no, to write I stuff didn't. down and tell people, and I got excited. Okay, no, masks are required. That's great. Yeah, you have, are, are you going to have extra masks for people who forgot or missed that detail? Yeah, we're going to have. Uh, I did. I bought. Um, uh multicolored masks so there's pink and blue oh my there's gosh yes purple, there's yes. uh maroon and there's gray so nice. i like specifically picks the pick these they're kn95 mask Perfect. so they're they're nice they're real masks oh, those are really um nice. we will have we're working on getting asl interpreters we will Amazing. have spaces for up to four wheelchair users and their guests Perfect. We have a gender-neutral bathroom. Um, we will, um, like I said, it's a hybrid, so we'll be we'll have a camera that's on the performance and a camera that's on the ASL, so you can pin it on your Zoom. And we also have the ability where you can tip folks electronically in person and on Amazing. Zoom. And so, and that's it. And like, I'm so proud. Like, our artists are getting paid. Um, we have a DJ, DJ uh, Drew Untethered, is going to be spinning disco and house music. And um, okay. we are setting up a food buffet as well cool. for folks that are experiencing food insecurity. But it's, we've decided to open up to anyone who would like to do that because we don't want to shame anybody. So it's just like yeah. anybody who wants anything off the food buffet, you can have it. So it's a taco bar. It's a pizza bar. It's a pita and hummus bar. And we got a Costco cake, too, with rainbows, nice. big sunshine and clouds. Just ordered that last week. So I like to pick that up on Friday. And all of this beautiful, beautiful hair will be faded because. I'm gonna nice. look tight for that. So yeah, yes, and nice. yes. them. <laughs> you guys have it all. You have it all. <laughs> I tried to um, make it that way. Yeah, oh, I just sounds very fun. 
Alice I want to get something thoughtful. to the community. So Atlas, we'll, is this is translate is you we need you want people to follow the Instagram, right? Because this is yeah. the only time you're doing an event for Translate. This is like the start of an ongoing activity, right? Uh we hope so. We hope so. Yeah. We've got to prove ourselves. So that's why I am actually dropping the Instagram uh, for you. You need to put an ad sign. It's in the uh, chat for you. Um, So you can drop it in Twitch chat. But yes, we want to make it a bi-monthly event. Um, We have to prove ourselves with this event first. And I'm very fortunate. I was able to get financial sponsoring from the Minnesota Transgender Health Coalition, the Minnesota Department of Health. Um, I got a promo sponsorship from Transcendence Cabaret, Twin Cities Gay Scene, and... um, I'm forgetting um, Twin Cities Casing, Transcendence Cabaret, and Rare Productions. Rare Productions is also handling the finances for all of this as well. Mm-hmm. So big shout out to Roxanne Anderson, um, uh, Umbias, um, and then uh, David uh, Bertram Ward from Twin Cities Gay Scene. I hope I got that right. Um, and just a big shout out to the community. Um, we are, this centers trans, intersex, agender, non-binary folks and our allies and people who want to become allies. So we just want you to invite you into this space um, and and just welcome you wholeheartedly. And so, so yes, and we'll have some surprises. I'm actually showing Ordinary. It's the last piece of the night in the cabaret. Wow. And I just- Oh, what a treat. Thinking, of course you are. I don't know why that didn't occur to me. That's amazing. I mean, it did occur to me. And so I was like, why don't you put Ordinary? I said, I don't know. I don't want to take up space. Maverick Glitter like, King needs to make an appearance at the oh show. Oh my gosh. I just painstakingly redid all the narration from it because one of the festivals yeah, that wanted did. to show it. So they had yeah. an issue with the narration audio. Uh-huh. So I just re-recorded the audio it's wow. beautiful it's got tone and character to it and it sounds oh popping God. so i'm excited so it's going to be the first premiere of this with the new audio so i'm excited so good yeah thank you for giving um, me some time to talk about this yes too. translate well it's timely right so so the day that this publishes it's happening tonight so if you're hearing this on friday when this comes out uh you have some quantity of hours or right now you should go figure out these links and see if you can join us digitally mm-hmm. or in person mm-hmm. um this is a atlas i think you mentioned that there aren't many bipoc trans events in your city or maybe yeah. none and there so you're kind of creating a resource that doesn't yeah. exist for your whole community yes. and this is a big deal so i Very. think people even if you can't go in person Buy a ticket anyways. Give your money to this. Make this event a, a resounding success so that Alice can keep getting grants and funding to put on these shows. Yes. Like, I, I there was this, there is a um, a black trans comedy night in a town, big town nearby that I couldn't, I couldn't make it in person that day. It, I was busy. My calendar was full. But I bought a ticket anyways because similarly, I wanted them to succeed. And um, it's really important to me that they keep getting funding to do that work because it's important. I mean, we talked about representation at the beginning of the show, and I will continue to stand on that soapbox forever and also put Atlas and Cam and other people of color and trans people on that soapbox to talk about how important representation is. That's the whole reason I have this show and channel and do what I do. So, yes, do the thing. I'm so excited. I'm going to try this. This is so great. Oh, yes. I'm excited about it. So um, I will be wearing a shirt that says protect trans youth. We will have two teachers in the audience. Um, Their moms got in touch with me over the weekend. So I'm excited. And uh, maybe they'll come and do drag the next show. So I'm excited about it. But yes, please, please support us if you can. 
be great. Thank you. Did I mention no one? Um, oh, yes. You won't be turned away for lack of funds. So if you contact me, I will figure out a way to get you on the guest list so that you can come in. If you're watching it from home, I will find a way to get you a link. So one way or the other, we won't turn you away. So just let yeah. us know. The goal is inclusion. Yes, the goal is inclusion. If you want to be there, you can be there at the end. You just got to let us know if we need to plan for it. That's right. I've got two tickets. Just tell them that was said. I've got two tickets for that that I've been holding. So, yes. And it'll be, I want to do it part of a raffle. So, if you follow us on uh, at Translate Minneapolis, I think it's been dropped in the chat. We'll be able to help you with that. And it's at trans underscore late underscore MPLS. Yep. I'll put it again. Thank you. Thank you. Um, this is all very exciting. Cam, do you want to throw any last thoughts in before I play the outro? No, I, that all sounds very exciting. <laughs> I, I was literally just thinking, I was like, man, I wish there was like more um, ballroom events in Minneapolis, but there's like close to none or, <laughs> or drag events or uh, mm -hmm. especially like queer events like that. So I'm very excited and happy that you put this together. I want to thank you for putting something like that together and trying to like put more events in the future like this together. Thank so, you. I appreciate thank it. You. Thank you very much. You're the person I made it for. So yes, both <laughs> of you are. So you're the people I made it for. So there you we go. love you, Atlas. This love is you wonderful. Too. Jennifer would like to thank our guests for being on this podcast. If you'd like to catch us live, join us on Mondays at twitch.tv forward slash gendermaster. Show notes will appear in the edited version of the show on Fridays on both YouTube and podcasting platforms. If you have a question you would like the host to answer or are gender diverse and would like to request an interview, please send an email to genderfulpodcast at gmail.com or sign up via the website at genderfulpodcast.com. As a gender diverse community, The Clatter wants to assure our listeners that we are prepared to moderate our spaces. We will get positive and negative feedback on these shows and topics, and we have a moderation team on our channels, socials, and Discord server ready to deal with this. Please join our Discord server at discord.gg forward slash meowster to meet the community and get a regular digest of solidarity resources. You can also support us with subscriptions on Patreon, following and reviewing us on your favorite podcasting platform, or engaging with our posts and content on social media at JenniferPod and Gender Meowster. If you could take a few moments to also rate the show, we will post any five-star reviews on our socials, so get creative. Mention a special interest of your own, a project you're working on, or even say hi to your comfort person in your review. What power? This show is made possible by volunteers, tips, and subscriptions. Shout out to those helping us coordinate guests, edit the podcast, moderate the live chat, and post on our socials. Artist credit for Jennifer. Genderful's theme song is called Hope by Free Range Megs, a.k.a. Soma. The Gender Master logo was designed by That's Barnaby and edited with consent by Trans Griffin. Genderful's pre-show is wrangled by Juice Tex. Genderful is edited and mixed by Trans Griffin and Alexis Fandom. Genderful's social media is managed by queer to help Genderful is hosted by Atlas O. Phoenix and Gender Master. Genderful is the intellectual property of Gender Master. All rights reserved. Trans rights are human rights. That's right.